Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only real God. I mean, the only, one and only real Lord. Excuse me. Got to get out of that God thing. The only, one and only true Lord. And I mean, we trust. As the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the bright race, the mentalians, the almond race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Newman Mankari, and this is Mentelect Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing why women can only access the fourth dimension through their fathers. First and foremost, because the same way that you come here through your father's sperm, the same way you are projected here through your father's sperm is the same way in which you will leave out of here. How you come is how you go. Your mother serves, as I explained before, your mother serves as that oven. She serves as that oven to bake you, to make you fully baked, to make you physical flesh. You cook inside of that woman. She gives you her genetic makeup, which, again, is a connection through the father, and it forms a helix. The helix is patriarchal. Our connections here is patriarchal. Women, remember, are were-womb-men, men with wombs. They're mental beings with wombs, you see. And the woman comes just like the man comes through the mental state of man and through that physical state of man. Remember when I said that man is like or could be likened unto that which is projected when the solar projection takes place and we are beamed here, projected here onto the fourth dimension. That is the same way that beam represents the man's sperm, that beam of illumination, that beam of light that rides on the man's sperm when it travels up the spinal column into the brain to receive that charge, that light, that state of consciousness, and back down out of the brain and down the spine and out through the testicles. That's where you enter in. This is where you enter in. You enter in in that stage, those of you who are of the elect. Remember I said the difference between those who travel on the sperm seed, the ones who receive that light charge, and then you have those who are testicle babies where there's only a charge or a very small charge or discharge from the um, sperm doesn't ride that high based on the mentality of the man. Based on the mentality of the man, his mind is open on a higher level. He's a thinker on some level. He doesn't have to be of the fourth dimension. He doesn't have to be highly advanced, but like I said, he has to be open at least at the time of your birth because men, you might have certain men who are open to certain ways of thinking when he does produce the child with the woman. He's open. His thoughts are futuristic. That's all it takes, that spark. So what you would want is to have a man who is mentally inclined, who is extended on a higher level. You would want a man like that to guarantee that you produce a child like that because whatever he's eating, whatever he's taking into his body, whether whatever he's allowing into him mentally will dictate what comes out of your child, where his sperm is connecting to and what he will give life to. He will give life to advanced men and women through his sperm. And the woman 
was able to take in that type of sperm and give life to it, she has to be linked with him as well. When a woman ovulates, she forms a open helix. She forms a genetic open helix. And what I mean by genetic open helix is that a ladder, a genetic ladder is produced, and it is looking for completion from the man's sperm to put that ladder together because in that ladder, in what they show you the DNA or the so-called DNA structure is, and that genetic helix that takes place, it looks like a ladder because it is a ladder. It is a genetic ladder. And what is the purpose of a ladder? A ladder is to climb up and down. So when the man is inside of a woman, entering a woman, and he's ejaculating into her, they have formed that helix together. You see, they have formed that helix together, and they will produce, if it is in alignment together, they will produce a seed that will come through that helix. You see, that genetic serpentine helix that I refer to it as amongst the elect, you will send down higher seeds. He will become an open door to the fourth dimension for future seeds or those who will have entry into the fourth dimension who are future seeds. He will bear the open reception for that, and she will be the recipient of that. And like I said, based on the woman, if she had come from a father who was highly intelligent on some level or had some moderate level of intelligence or forthright thinking, even if for a minute, even if he was not able to take it forth himself and he was not accomplished, that might have been enough for that child, that daughter, to be opened up, to come through and be opened up for entry into the fourth dimension because our children represent the future of us. They represent the extension of us, you see. If a woman has the ability to house those seeds, if she has the ability to house those seeds, if she has the ability to carry those seeds and generate on a higher level, then she will carry those supreme seeds as well. She will be able to house them because certain women can only house certain types of children, just like certain men can deliver only certain types of children. You see, that's why everybody's not compatible when they lay with each other and make children, you'll have certain people, a man will lay with a woman with no protection. They'll do that for years and years and years and never produce a child. And then she'll go and lay with one guy and produce a child. You see, they may have been compatible. You see, sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes the woman's body has to come in sync with the man's body. You see, because his genetic material might be more extended than hers. So her body has to come into sync with his and what he's delivering, you see. Certain women are not going to, you know, but you got to be careful. Certain women will take in the genetic material of a low-frequency being, a low-frequency man, and she'll wonder, damn, no matter how much I try to raise these children and teach them on some kind of level, they never raise to a certain level. Why? Because she has low-frequency sperm. Same way a man has a low sperm count, he has a low frequency count on his sperm, meaning a low light or illumination count on his sperm. And let me prove this to you. You know how they can look on sperm, and you can see light on sperm. If you look under certain, um, you put sperm under something. I forget how they say You can see certain light on sperm. 
A certain sperm carries a level of light. It has to carry that in order for it to propel forward. There has to be some form of energy or power to get it to push out forward like that. You see? So that so movement equals power. Now you might have some that is low grade that from the testicle sperm and then you have that high grade which comes down, which shoots down with propulsion and it generates life in it, extended life. You see. Certain women are chosen for that. Certain men are chosen for that. Certain people are chosen to receive that reception and that transmission of birth. And so the man becomes like an open vessel to bring in advanced women. Again, this is and again, this is the difference between those who are women and those who are females. Those who are females, low dimensional females who can't channel on a high mental level, that lets you know who their fathers were. That tells you just who their fathers were. You see, those low functioning or who their mothers were. Because it also counts with the mother as well, because she has to be able to lock those helix, that helix has to lock. You see? So it lets you know that a lot goes into the genetic making of the children before just the sexual act. Before the sexual act, there's a lot going on. Like I said, your body selects or tends to select the sperm that it wants to fertilize the egg. Your body selects it. How does it know to select certain sperm and not to select other types of sperm? It will select certain sperm. Like I said, a lot plays in the fact that sometimes the sperm has to raise the um, vibration of the woman in order for her eggs to receive that. Certain women evolve or grow to a certain level of thinking before they're able to carry a seed. You see, they're not still, they're mentally not complete yet. And then you have others, like I said, who will spit out children really fast because on some level they are advanced, right? But they are the quick receivers of low-grade or low-frequency sperm. And if you are the receiver of low-frequency sperm, that will lock you out of the fourth dimension. You see, because that sperm that and that semen that goes into the woman to fertilize the egg causes that explosion of life or that next life to take place. And that happens because there is a movement or it is meant to be a movement or open door toward something high. Like, I'm going to give you an example of this. You ever see how, like I said, you see your children, and your children are supposed to be better versions of you. They're supposed to act more advanced than you, look better than you. That's just by nature. Your children are supposed to be better versions of you. Because if your children are not better versions of you, like you'll see, if you see, I'm going to give you a good example of this. If you see a parent who's older and the child looks worse than the parent, then that's a sign that that child was not, uh, fertilized by high frequency semen, high frequency eggs. You, your child's supposed to look better than you. Your child not supposed to look more. You're not supposed to look worse than you. They're supposed to be a more advanced looking version of of you. So that's a sign right there, whether or not that seed was fr- um, opened up 
or was a high-frequency sperm that opened you up and gave you the potential to move into an upper dimension, you see. That's why, if you notice, women will tend to choose men with certain attributes, right? They'll choose men with certain physical attributes, but usually the physical attributes don't match the mental attributes. You have to choose men with the mental attributes because a lot of times men with the physical attributes have low frequency because they're not or they don't think they have to, you know, operate mentally on a higher level because nine times out of ten they may have been the ones who were the product of low-frequency sperm, basically three, like two-dimensional sperm, you see. That's why also women who are high-functioning, they will tend to be attracted to a man's mind, right, how he thinks, how he views things. They will tend to be attracted to a man's mind before the physical. I mean, the physical helps as long as you're not funny looking, but you ever see where women will be more likely to lay down with a man who is less attractive or not all that attractive or decent looking over a guy who is very attractive, but he's simple-minded versus a guy who is not as attractive. He's okay looking, but he's more intelligent. Why? Because he opens them up mentally. And when a woman is opened up mentally, she starts to open up physically, and that starts the opening of that helix or that genetic helix. And it starts to look for it. She starts to turn on and, like I said, starts the machinery working. Remember when I explained how the um, how the um, the body works with the woman and the periods and things like that in the, you know, when I explained it the other night, the machine cuts on. That's why if you notice women and men, you turn, you turn me on. Yeah, when you notice that term, that's not said for a reason. The woman said, you, your mind turned me on. You see? Because now she's thinking, or she goes automatically to thinking future, you know, future scenes or future uh, connection, you know, with this man and what they can produce together. That automatically goes into her head. Because when Women and men want sex. That's just the beginning stages of, you know, even if it's not a complete stage, even if it's just sex, when men and women want sex, that's just the beginning stages of being open to produce, being open to produce. Because if you open your body up to a man sexually, that means you are open, you know, if not all the way, but you're open at least to produce. That's an automatic thing. Even if it's just sex, that's just the beginning of it. That's the whole point point of sex, the ongoing part of it, right, the beginning stages of it, you know, that comes with, you know, the attraction, the lust, or whatever, but the ongoing, the completion of it is a child, and a mental thing has to take place for that to happen. A mental thing has to take place, and based on your level of mental acuity as a man, that tells the type of children you're going to deliver, you see. Because if you can't, a woman ain't gonna get pregnant no other way but by a man's sperm. So obviously that means that a man is a deliverer. The man delivers. Right? That's the only way a woman gonna get pregnant. I don't know no other woman getting pregnant without some smart, without some sperm. Right? And that's again meant to mimic the whole thing of projection. Right? Solar projection, as we projected onto the earth, is the same way that solar projection of that 
illuminated state of power that projected us into this atmosphere is the same way that the child is projected on the sperm to the woman. It's the same principle, same concept, same, um, same. Um, what's the word I want to say? Um, the same. Uh, um, uh, it, it'll come to me. I'm, it's a word I'm looking for. You know, but it's the same, the same uh, setup. So when that takes place, that is open to a woman. It is open to her to think on a higher level than who her father is. You see, because all it took was for all it took was for him, even for the moment, if he even liked her mother. You know, all it took for a minute was if if he had any deeper thoughts at the time of your conception, that's enough to open you up or open him up, or, you know, for that uh, state of solar projection to ride down on that sperm seed as that light that attaches to the sperm where it rides up the sp- spinal column, receives that charge and goes back down. Like I said, it depends on the man and what his thought process is at the time at the time of conception and everything. Because if his thought process is not on a higher or more developed level, then he's not going to deliver children that access the fourth dimension. You see, he's not going to be able to deliver those type of children. People might say, you know, well, what about the thought process of the mother? Well, again, it has to be in sync or in alignment with the father. It has to be. Like I said, I gave the proof of when you see men and women who are not compatible, they could be together for years having sex unprotected and never get pregnant, and then she meet that one guy, next thing you know, she's pregnant. You see, that happens for a reason. Everybody's not compatible, you see, because if you want advanced children, if you want children who are extended mentally, then you will tend to gravitate toward men who are on that level in some way, shape, or form, or in that thought process, you see, who think on that level, you see, even if for a flash, for a second, because the sexual act at lasts, you know, minimum, you know, for a very short period of time. So if it takes that short period of time to seed the eggs of the woman, then it takes just that charge to build up for the man to enter in unto the woman and to put life inside of her. The life that a man puts inside of a woman is a motion, a life of motion and thought and transmission. That's the real life. Because a lot of the children that are being born here, they're just born here existing. You got a lot of children that are just born existing. They're not really living because they didn't come from thinking people. They didn't come from people who were thinking on a higher level. Like I said, you don't, you put them on the level, I'm going to just say it, of an animal. You put a lot of these people on the level of an animal mentally because all it's, all it's about with them is screwing. It ain't about nothing else. It ain't about producing no real extended life. Their mind don't work like that. So if your mind don't work like that, then you basically are operating on the level of the animals. And you got a lot of people out here who do that. And they have children that exist. They do not live because they do not think. To live is to think. And to be able to access these upper dimensions is the ultimate form of thinking, you see. And if you're not able to access these upper 
states of thought if you're not even open for that reception. If you're not even in alignment for that, then guess what? That means that you had a provider, you had a deliverer who wasn't open to that highest state of being. They wasn't on that level. You see? Because you might have, again, you might have fathers the best for their children. Like you'll hear a father saying, this is a good sign of a father who's on a, on a higher level in some way, shape, or form. He might say, you know, I want better for my children. You see, he might say, I want better for my children. I want my children to be better than me. That's a sign. You know, but you got to then understand or understand what better means to him based on his state of thinking, his level of thinking. You got to understand what better means to him. Better for him could mean, oh, I got a job, so I want my son to have a better job or my daughter to have a better job than me. You know, on a level of supremacy, that that don't work. That's 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 a form of just, you know, that's just a form of, uh, you know, mediocrity. A lot of these people who are here existing – they carry that energy, that mediocre energy, that, you know, going with the flow energy, you see. They move in alignment with the spirit energy of this three-dimensional realm. They move with an alignment. So-called black people, they move under that current. They move in the undercurrent of that. So if you are moving in the undercurrent of that three-dimensional realm, which black people do, they move in the undercurrent because the overcurrent represents what? Community, people, collective. That's the overcurrent at least the three-dimensional state. But if you're moving in that undercurrent of individuality and you're making children in that type of mindset and that type of environment, then you're going to produce low-frequency beings. You're going to produce low-frequency beings. If you have men who don't see the value in collectivism, family, collectivism, things like that, nine times out of ten you're going to produce low-frequency children. So if those of us who didn't come from that, we do see the value in that. Obviously, at one point in time, at one point, if even for a brief moment, your parents saw that on some kind of level. Let me take a call. Let me take a call. 803, 803 on air. Ms. Ek, Ms. Yeah, my one question is, um, I know you said the intelligence comes from the father. Is that the same if your mother is more intelligent than your father? Mm. Yeah, if your mother is more intelligent than your father, then that's because she received that intelligence from her father. You see? Uh, because, you know, nine times out of ten, if a woman seeks out a man who is highly or advanced or intelligent, nine times out of ten, her father was in her life. So she knows what that looks like. Or if she just happens, let's say she wasn't raised with her father, but, you know, uh, um, her father just happened to be, and you know, intelligent on some kind of level, then she will seek that out in the man she's with. Very rarely will she, you know, even though women do that, very rarely she will, will she end up with somebody who's less intelligent yeah, yeah. than she is. She's going to want somebody who's more intelligent. She can advance right. that or advance on another level. Okay. All right. And, All right. That and, makes sense. That's just then they can have children, okay. and then they can have children who are open to that higher state of development. Because I don't care what nobody say, if the father who represents the law is not the first 
one to crack open that state of higher perception, that state of higher thought. If he's not, if that's not able to ride in on his sperm, which is how the child comes into this world, into the mother, like I said, that if nothing's coming, riding on that, that sperm coming from the outer dimensions, then there will be no connection to the fourth dimension. I see, I see. So is it the case that a person won't show any kind of, like, like mind if they both their parents were submental? Mm. If their parents were both truly submental, then the child is going to be submental. But if there's any spark of intelligence there, then that means that one of those parents, more likely the father, has some form of intelligence, some level of intelligence. But what happens is sometimes the father will get with a, you know, with a woman or female sometimes. And, you know, that happens too. Sometimes that will happen and she'll be more dumbed down than he is. And he, you know, he'll try to dumb himself down to be in alignment with her, but that's really not his true thoughts. And his mind might've been open during the time of conception with the mother. You see? I see. I see. The perfect conception is when a man is on a high fun- functioning on high functioning mentally and the mother's that way. That's the perfect conception. That's the perfect exchange. When the father is just right. high functioning, got some level, and the mother is just like a like a black female or something like that. She's simple minded. You know, that's you know, that's a crapshoot. That that might the child may right. come out that way and whatnot. But the I guarantee the mother's gonna work against that level of intelligence because she's only gonna want the child to be on, on her level. You see. Right. Okay. So it's never no time where a man or a woman I guess can be like, Okay, they generally not intelligent or they just just, you know, average or whatever and but then they have a moment of like during the conception process where they're like, Okay, it would be good if I had a child that was better than me and you know, that kinda of the, the kid through. Yeah, that that happens. That does happen. We're just saying that that happens. You know? Okay. You know, 'cause you know, it doesn't you know, it doesn't always have to be that the father operates on the higher frequency, but he and he may not be able to see it for himself but he would like his she would he has that in mind for his child and he thinks about that as he's making a child he's thinking about that you know and that mindset of what he wished he could be and it will come out in the child sometimes it will come out all right Claire 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 all right do that you want to you want cool so this is the reality on that extension of thought, that extension of mind. This is the reality of the open door into the fourth dimension. Because before anything, and again, this goes along with what I'm saying, <clears throat> before there is anything in the atmosphere, you know, when there's chaos and confusion, what has to happen? Law has to come in first. Law has to come in first. And after the law comes in, the order comes in. The man's sperm represents the law. You see, the law equals the level. The law is the level. The level is the balancer. And being at the level is the balancer. Like when you, for you guys to do construction, how do you balance off uh, uh, um, something when you measure it? You use a what? A level. All right? And you want things to be level, meaning... Um, meaning 
straight line, nothing crooked, right? You want a straight line. That's how you want your bloodline to be. You want your bloodline to be a straight line of extension. You, in other words, you want your children to be better than you. You want them. You want that evolution of your bloodline to go forward, to go upward. That's what you should want if you're in your right state of mind. But see, then you got some people who are low level, low frequency beings who don't mind if their bloodline is on a low frequency, on a low level. They don't want, and you see people like this. You've seen people who, you know, your children might be trying to do something that's on a higher level mentally, and the parents try to, you know, slow that down and basically want your children to be simple-minded and black like them, and they don't want more for their children because they, they can't, they don't understand more. You see, those are the ones, you know, if you if you come through something like that, if you come through a bloodline like dead seed like that, because like I said, your mother could just be a dead seed. And the father could be a living seed. You see, it really don't matter. You see, you can have, you can, you can, you can, you have a better chance of carrying a seed from the father, you know, who is enlightened or in a state of enlightenment to be an open door for that vessel of enlightenment for the fourth dimension for that child, that daughter, than you would have for the mother. You see, because if the mother is truly enlightened, like I said, she's going to, seek out or connect with a man who is also that way. Again, that's the perfect form of conception. You see, he bypassed the mother because she, like I said, she just might be a black female. And like I said, if you are just a black male and he might lay down with a a woman who has some brightness or enlightenment on her, that may, it may happen like that, but nine times out of ten it won't. Nine times out of ten it won't. You see, it may not on some level. And what well, I'm going to just gotta say, it's not because if the child does come through, then maybe he had that bright moment, that bright, and the child is advanced in their way of thinking, and it means that that father had that spark in him at some point. And like I said, it could have just stayed temporarily, and then he just went back into being a black male again. You see, he saw he saw better or wanted better for his seed, but he couldn't see it for himself. You see, so that's why I said that extended intelligence spills over from the father into the child, something that he himself can contain or be a part of, which will come out in his child. And so, therefore, he delivers a bright child, you see. And you, a woman, like I said, if she's in alignment with that, like I said, the perfect conception is that if she's on that level as well, she will deliver on that level as well, she will continue on that level to carry that child also, you see. She will recognize the intelligence and the extension of that man, and she will want to be seated by that man. You see, that's something these, these females today don't practice. They don't know how to be seated by the right men. They don't know how to be seated by the right men. That's why you got a whole bunch of little nigglets running around here, because they're not being seated by the right men. Because nine times out of ten, they weren't seeded by the right men. You see, the seed that you plant is important because the seed, from the seed, everything grows. you got to plant the seed in the soil, right? Is that not the same as a man planting his seed inside the woman, his sperm, his semen inside the woman? And like I said, what, like I said, putting that cake in the oven for that cake to bake. 
You got to be mindful of what you're putting into your oven. A lot of you women are not mindful of that. You don't know what what you're putting into your oven. If you, and like I said, if the act takes place when the man puts his penis inside you and ejaculates inside you, then he's the progenitor, he's the deliverer, he's the uh, um, installer of that life. So if his life or his lifestyle, his mind state is not on some kind of level, then what, is it likely that your child will be? Is it likely? You see, he is the force of life. He forces that child into this world through his sperm. He forces that child into the world, you see, from that push, you see. So he forces that child into the world, and like I said, depending on the force, the energy, the power that powers that sperm, that semen, again, that's that light or that state of illumination, that fourth-dimensional charge that's on that sperm that's going to deliver into that woman, you see. From there, her children will be linked in. Her children will be linked in because he will establish a law to be set, a genetic law. He set up a genetic law with that woman. He opened up and set up a genetic law with that woman. He went in unto her, you see, and he may have done things to her sexually to charge her, you know, because that's another, you know, just getting a little graphic here. When the woman has the orgasm, that's a sign of a charge of extension right there. When the woman has the orgasm, that's a form of a charge or an extension. That's a spark. See, all these things are not just, you know, it's more than just a sexual feeling. It's meant to be a charge. When a woman has an orgasm, when a man is having sex with her, that's a charge or an open door to starting to accept his sperm into her body to start the fertilizing process. It's like, like I'm going to give you an example. Like, say you're trying to start a car and you hear the da 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 and you stay the car before it revs up, that would be the equivalent to a woman's orgasm, that revving up of something before the actual charge and the, um, and the, um, and the explosion takes place and life starts. You see, this all works like machinery, and it is. It all works on energy and power. And whether your child will have that connection to the fourth dimension starts from the first charge, which is the father's ejaculation into the mother. That's why I say, again, you have to be careful of what you allow inside of you, what you allow and to be ejaculated inside of you. You women have to be very mindful of that, you see, because you can destroy your whole bloodline like that. You can destroy your whole bloodline. You see, you can destroy your whole bloodline because it's not enough. A lot of times you say, well, the women is, you know, if the men is not like the women is like that, it don't matter. You see, it don't matter. You see, it does not matter. We don't start from two. We start from one. When the man carries the sperm, he's already the one. When he comes together with the woman, they make the two. So he has to, the delivery in the first part, the foundation has to be right and exact because if it's not right and exact, then guess what? There is no connection. There is no spark, and there is no extension of the child. You see, you got to have the father first, the law first, and then he comes into alignment with the order, which is the woman. And again, it forms that ladder, that genetic ladder, or that helix of genetic material. 
y'all have interlocked like a chain. That's what that chain when the beast show you that look of the DNA, the the um the um the vibrating DNA, right, and the and the and the movement of that. That's real. That chain had to be formed. That chain had to be formed. And what comes through that chain is based on the father. We are all linked in through our fathers, all of us. The only way we're locked out is through our fathers. We're locked out through our fathers, and we're linked in through our fathers, you see. And the thought process of the father has to be, you know, even if it's a spark or some form of spark to it, it is a powerful spark just for that moment. You see, and then you got certain people who can't even sustain that charge, that spark. Certain men, which you know I call them males, can't even sustain a spark or a charge. You see, those are the ones who you know they get women pregnant and whatnot, and they they basically those type of males that get the women pregnant real fast, get them pregnant real easy. You know, one the ones who do that. A lot of times their sperm doesn't have any real, like because when a man, I'm gonna show you what I mean by this. When a man it's high functioning man frequency wise when his sperm is he's not his sperm is not gonna impregnate every woman. You see. Because just as he has standards and what he lays down with, his sperm ain't gonna impregnate every woman. The man's sperm starts to carry a, a certain discretion to it. Right? And if that man's sperm doesn't find that woman's eggs or her genetic material to be in alignment to what he wants, then he's not going to impregnate that woman. Now, you got these males out here who just slip up and, like I said, they just get these women pregnant and whatever the case may be, because they really, their genetic material and structure, they really have no real, in other words, they sperm just want to get anybody pregnant. They sperm is low-frequency sperm. Low-frequency sperm is just like fertilizer. You see, it'll get anything pregnant because nine times out of ten, those children who would come here, those children that come here off of that low-frequency sperm, they're just meant to be sacrifices. It's like that. they just in the world and of the world and whatever. They just exist, and they're not really living. They're just following. Like I said, you need those kind of people in the world too. Hopefully you don't produce those kind of people, but, you know, not that that's going to come. Some of you might produce a high-frequency being you know, and one and one spark, then in the next spark with the same person, you might not. You see, you may not. You may produce a high-functioning seeds with all the children. You might just get it with two of them. Might get it with one of them. Might get it with none of them. But that all depends on the man, on the man, and what his level of intelligence is, what his level of frequency and what he's connected to and what his sperm and how far up the, um, how far up that spinal column that sperm goes if he's a thinker you see if he's a thinker because nine times out of ten he's very very focused on who he chooses to be the mother or mothers of his children very focused on that you see very extended in his le- level of thinking when it comes to high frequency and high functioning beings. Again, only certain sperm will fertilize certain eggs. Only certain sperm will fertilize certain eggs. And nobody can figure out the mystery of why, and I'm telling you what it is tonight. 
telling you what it is. That sperm that can easily fertilize all these eggs and get women pregnant. You got these guys who real fertile and get all these women pregnant because, like I said, them sperm, them sperm that he's shooting don't mean nothing. You know, those are those those are literally like blanks that are fertilized, fertilized blanks. You see, and when I say fertilized blanks, you know, as they say you shooting a blank because you can't fertilize or get a woman pregnant. But a lot of these guys are shooting blanks anyway because them children ain't gonna be a god ain't gonna be a goddamn thing. They're not gonna be nothing. A lot of those children that come from there ain't gonna be nothing. You see, because he spread his seed all over the place, and a man is not supposed to spread his seed everywhere. He's not, because it takes away from the function and the frequency of that seed and what the potency of it. And like I said, because you got some men when. They having sex, that's just sex. And you got some men, you know, when they when they making babies, they making babies. They can differentiate the two. You see, that's the high-functioning man. You see, the low-functioning man, every all sex is, 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 a, is a probable baby. It's a, it's a possible baby. All sex is a possible baby. You see. So you got to be mindful of those type of males, those ones who got babies all over the place. You see, you got to be mindful of them because that means his sperm can impregnate any female, and you don't want that. That means that he doesn't think much of his sperm or his genetic material. He doesn't. You see, he doesn't know how to differentiate sex from making babies. You got to be mindful of that too. That's another thing that plays a part in the frequency and the traveling of that sperm. That's another thing that plays a part in it, right? have to be mindful of that. They know how to control themselves. You see? have to be mindful of that. Because in the continuation of the bloodline, in the continuation of the seed, the seed is always supposed to be seeking to advance to a higher state. You see? The seed is always looking to advance to a higher state. When that seed has a level of intelligence or consciousness on it, it is looking to mesh and connect with that which is going to extend it on a level. Your bloodline, your seed must be extended on a level. If your bloodline and seed is not extended on a level, then there is no connection into the future. There is none. There is none for your children. Remember, your children are the extension of you. So when you see parents who look better than their children, you see a child. You're never supposed to see a woman who looks better than her daughter. A daughter is supposed to look better than her. You see, a father ain't supposed to be in better shape than his son. A mother ain't supposed to be in better shape than her daughter. That means that the genetics are messed up somewhere. Genetics are messed up, you see, the breakdown of, you know, food and things, because the, the, your, your genetics, your genetic, your genetic material is supposed to be sped up. It's supposed to be sped up, you see. You want your children to be better than you. You want your children to be better than you, and those who don't want their children to be better than them, that's a sign that they don't think on a higher level and you had children with the wrong person. You should never want your children to be on the same level as you. You want them to be more advanced than you. If you have a man 
who does not see advancement for himself or for his children. If you don't, if you have a man who don't think on that level, then again, like I said, I guarantee you with the wrong man, you laying with the wrong man or you laying with the wrong woman because they should always be thinking beyond the space and time in which they are in futuristically. They should always be thinking above and beyond the space and time in which they are in. If they are not thinking like that, then they are not the people that you should be laying with or definitely not having no children with. You see, think on that, and we're going to take a short break. And not so short, but a moderately short break. All right, we'll be right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're breaking my heart. You've changed. You've changed.
of the bloodline there has to be a realization that's made let me go ahead and take some calls first let me take some calls before I get into this 
Like, for example, when I was born, I was born with all the AIDS inside of me when I was inside the womb of my mother. So basically, my daughter was once inside of my mother. And then you keep backing it up when... When my mother was born, she was born with all, with all her AIDS, so she was born with me while she was inside of her mother, so my grandmother. And you keep going back. You know, my mother was born when she was in her grandmother with my feet. You know what? You see what I'm saying? And you keep backing it up, and then there's, like, this continuous connection to the mother's bloodline or even to go forward. My daughter... Which, when she was born for me, she had all of her eggs. So when she one day has a daughter, that means her daughter was once inside of me. So, like, there's this long connection on the physical level of the bloodline of the mother. And so I'm just trying to see how is it that that ties into the connection of the father mentally or does it? Okay. Yeah, because what that is, what you described in, is the physical part. You pick up the physical mm-hmm. part, yes, from your mother, but there's a mental connection, which is your father. You're incomplete without that mental connection. That's why no matter, because like when you have the eggs inside of you, that just means that you have the flesh. You have the physical, the flesh. Mm-hmm. But if nothing's to fill that flesh, to give it the other part of that genetic ladder, which is the mental connection and the form of the father, then no, there's no child. So you're just going to be sitting with AIDS. Right. You follow what I'm saying? So yeah. that mental connection yeah, comes from true. the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the The mental, that the father does not put that sperm inside the mother to fertilize those eggs, and the eggs mean nothing. Okay? The father has that's the connection. That is the mental connection. That's the mental connection that's made. Because you can always get AIDS from your mother. You got eggs that are incomplete. They're incomplete. You have eggs that could either be male or female inside of you. You have both. But they're incomplete without mm-hmm. the sperm of the father, which connects you into that mental state. And, and gives you a full on completion. Say again? Yeah, I was just saying that brings a child forward and into life at all. Exactly. 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 So you are right in the in the in the fact that yeah, they, you're gonna you're gonna have eggs, oh, all the eggs that you're gonna have. You're gonna have all the eggs you're gonna have from your mother. That's a physical part. But like I said, those eggs don't mean nothing without the sperm of the father and that mental connection to make the child complete. Uh-huh. Because okay. because okay. technically mm-hmm. in your periods you pass out eggs every month. So I mean, you pass mm-hmm. out the ones that you know go and fertilize. Exactly. Right. So, so much for the eggs. Yeah. Like you said, all okay. that blood that was built up should be going into nourishing a child if there was one that was implanted. But since it's exactly. not, it's not necessary. It's going to get shed away. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, please, Becky, You won't go. Ben Zach. Ben Zach. Take another one. Nine, nine, one, two. Minzak, can you hear me? Minzak, I can hear you. This is Zicky Z. I have a question for today's broadcast and a leftover question from yesterday's broadcast that I forgot to ask. Is that okay? That's fine. So, 
So for yesterday's broadcast, um, what I had heard before is that some women, when they give birth, instead of feeling pain, sometimes they have an orgasm. Where does how does that occur? Like, like how does that happen? Mm, that's unusual. I mean, that's rare. Oh. Like I said, <laughs> you never heard of that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's unusual, but see, all of that is in the mechanics of the you know of the machine because the orgasm is like an explosion. So that explosion is possible because the woman got all types of explosions going on in her body when she's discharging, uh, um, you know, the period blood when she's having an orgasm. It's all working in the machine. So that can happen. I mean, it's unusual, but it can happen because it's a form of explosion. Okay. And then my question for today is that sometimes um, – some women release two eggs to be fertilized and you get twins. Is it mm-hmm. possible to like um, consciously induce that? Or does it just happen based off of like whatever has affected the body? Um, that will happen if there tends to be a uh, history of twins in the family that can happen. Or, you know. So it could be genetic. Can, it could be genetic, yeah. It could be genetic. Mm-hmm. Or. Like I said, it can be, um, you know, you could have just had on your mind heavily about twins and whatnot before you conceived. And, you know, and next thing you know, there's twins. You know, you made yourself drop two eggs for fertilization. Okay. And then my last question is how how can you determine um, or – all right. So I've heard that it's the man that determines the gender of the child. Is it possible to, like, consciously do that, or does it just sort of happen depending on the sperm that is attracted to the egg? That is usually um, dictated by the father, you know, because the father, like, for example, Mm -hmm. the father could put that thought in the air, and then the mother may pick up on that, and it comes out to be a girl, even if he had that thought in mind for a minute, you know, or, you know, they'll say, damn, I wanted a son, but... It was probably his first thought of a daughter, that w- that mm-hmm. which stuck. You see, it might not even be conscious of it that that was his first thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I had. Okay. So that you, Linda. Welcome. You're welcome. All right, four seven zero. Linzek Menzo. Scott Z. Uh, say the child, say the child was uh, conceived of two intelligent bronze people, but let's say uh, the child was conceived out of uh, outside of the father's knowledge. Let's say he was asleep and children were conceived. Would that actually affect any part of the uh, birth birthing process? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Okay. Uh, the Europeans or whatever, the, the humans, they actually have those uh, incest practices amongst royalty. Is that something that they were a, a, a practice that they, an ancient practice of ours that they copied, thinking that they could uh, achieve the same whatever? Well, you know, that's debatable about bloodlines of um, 
incest amongst all people. So they say stuff like that, but, you know, if that was the case, you would have all kinds of genetic defects within our genetic structure, and you don't have that. So there has to be a distancing of genetic material. You know, there has to be a distancing because if there's no distancing of genetic material, that's another reason why we were made in different shades and complexions and whatnot, different blood types to distance the genetic mixing, you know, of, you know, too, too close DNA coming together. So, you know, that is not, you could tell that wasn't really something that was practiced or practiced at all amongst our people. You know, you're going to have, you're going to have them oddball people that do that ancestral stuff. You got that today, but that wasn't no practice amongst our people. That's a lie. And how you know it's a lie is because we don't produce no retards and all that other stuff and all in genetic like you see these humans do. I'm thinking that's what, because it's like where the big bright idea even come from. If it's something that uh, was practiced, I mean, if we actually did everything first, it's like where did that idea ever even come from, and and why? Well, the humans. I'm thinking like something we were able to achieve that they were not, because they were human, because they were the artificial ones. Well, the humans, like I said. They do a lot of artificial things that we did we don't do. We don't mess with children. We don't do so a lot of things right. they do, they'll sleep on anything. They'll have sex with an animal. So, you know, you can't say, Oh, you know, right. they must have got their, uh, uh, incest. That's that's just like that's just off because genetically right. you see. So you can't go by nothing. Mm-hmm. They they had sex with animals. They practice homosexuality, right. lesbianism, all kind of degeneracy. And they'll say, and they'll turn around and say that's in the genetics. And I'm like, who's genetics? That's y'all genetics. That ain't our genetics. When you see our people acting like that or got that, that on them, it's nine times out of ten because either they got molested by somebody or nine times out of ten somebody, done, they got that, that energy from one of these humans mixed in somewhere down the line and that comes out. Right. Okay. You know. Who's that, Kim? You're welcome. All right. Exactly. Yeah, so it's like I said, you you could just tell, like, when people make statements like that, that the ancient Egyptians and all our people practiced incest and sleeping with their sisters and brothers and all this other stuff, you go, okay, well, then why ain't we got a bunch of retards and a bunch of funny-looking people back then? You would have seen all kind of bugged-out-looking people back then. You see? You have, because you can only do that but so much before the before you're not even producing no more. You you can only do that but so much. You mixing amongst your you you got your brothers and sisters and they your aunts. You can only do that but so much before you're not even before you're not even producing no more because the bloodline. If you continue to do something like that, the bloodline is going to stop. It's going to stop. You're not even going to be able to produce like that anymore. And if, and the outputs you do put out, they're going to come out messed up. You see, but to see that's the so-called white man. He always wanted all his degeneracy. He wanted to put on our people first. Like he'll say, our people are the first homosexuals and lesbians. Did you have a bunch of bugged out people doing that? Yeah, you had some bugged out people. Like I said, uh, you know, that was amongst these humans. That human intervention. But going forward again to the genetic material of the father. It's very important. It's very key. I just showed you that, like I said, 
when I was explaining. And like I said, this is not to this is not to um, take away the importance of the woman, not at all. But we have to know the proper places of man and woman. The proper place for a man to project that life into the woman. That's his. That's his. His strength and his power. Her strength and power is to bring that baby into full projection. To give the baby the physical matter, the physical material that it needs to move throughout its life. She synthesizes the genetic material. She synthesizes all of that inside of her body. She syncs everything up. Her womb and her her um her um what takes place in the amniotic sac and you know in the taking of the genetics, she's syncing all of that up. She's syncing up the baby's eyes, nose, everything. She's putting everything together with inside her automatically. You see, the man is just giving her the other part of that genetic helix, and she's syncing all of that up. You see, it's not really the man that's syncing it up. She syncs it up. She really decides how, the, how, her, how she wants her daughter's eyes to look, how she wants her son's nose to look. How she want him to look kind of like that in the back of my mind. That's the best look. You know, I want him to look. That they, she decides that. But the mental connection, the state of consciousness always comes from the father. Always. So for you intelligent women out there, thank your fathers for that. Even if you send him a special um, Father's Day card. Even if he acting like a nigga right now. Send your father a special, day, thank, uh, special Father's Day card. Because if you got some any level of intelligence, it's from your father. It's not from your mother. And again, that's not. And if your mother got some, it's from her father, and so on and so forth. That's the father daughter connection. You see, that's the father daughter connection. Like that saying go, a woman will know how to choose a man based on how her father was, the type of man she liked. If she likes manly men, and she seen, used to see her father be a masculine, manly man, that's what she likes. If she ain't got no father there, you know what I'm saying, then it's like whatever. You see, it's whatever. Whatever maybe some, some nigga that her mother brought through, her nigga, the nigga boyfriend her mother brought through, she got to go with that. But she's going to try and look to some man's image or some male image of what the type of man attracts her. You see, that's already inside, of, that's being stored inside of her mind when she looks at men. When she looks at men, she automatically stores in her mind what type of men she wants to be connected to. We'll be right back.
and thinking of the part of the father and the um, need for a father who carries intelligent streams of illumination on his sperm. They want the most high-functioning, high-frequency sperm you can get as a woman who is looking to make children to carry children forward, especially now, you see. See, right now, the beast is pushing low-grade sperm out to a lot of you bronze women, you know, because whether you know it or not, bronze women, like in the past and now today, are the prime projectors or the prime carriers of life, I should say, the prime receivers, I should say, of life. They're the prime receivers. See, y'all the ones that bring babies into the hospital, and usually they don't have no problems, to, and it's so much so that the beast try to force problems on your child because your child usually comes to the world perfect. They don't have no health issues and things like that, you see. So what does the beast do? He try to force all kinds of things on your child, vaccinations, all kinds of shots and things like that. You know, they try to force that, you see, because you, your child is too healthy. They want your children who have the dominant genetics, they want your children to have problems. If they don't have problems, they're going to create problems because when these human children come in here, they usually have all kinds of problems, you see. They usually have all kinds of problems. In fact, the baby doctors were really made for them because we didn't have no doctors for really like childbirth. The women just had a damn baby, dropped the baby, and go ahead back to work. The baby fine. She breastfeeding the baby. That's it. You see, the child doctors and things like that, that came for them. The women know how to eat certain things and how to do certain squats and things like that and exercise where they didn't tear, they didn't rip. They knew how to have children back then. You see, they knew how to have children. And they, they ultra-split from a logical perspective. They already knew how to have the nutrients for the children, so their minds were more in alignment to carry children and to deliver strong children, not like today. Because the so-called black woman through Planned Parenthood allowed the goddamn cave woman to step in and tell you how to do your children, but they need vaccinations. Oh, they need this. Oh, you want, you want to kill them before they get here? All of this stuff, you see. And this goes in alignment with a woman not having that enlightened mental seed or enlightened seed from a man to seed her eggs, you see. She didn't have a man to seed her eggs who was on a higher mental frequency, you see. They were delivering on that higher mental frequency, exactly, delivering in a squatting position, and they knew how to do that, you know what I'm saying? They knew how to do all of that naturally. So now, like I said, they start listening to the beast. And like I said, this is why your children come out messed up. This is why everything that befalls your children that keeps them from being that state of perfection is messed up by people. And again, that's not enforced by a man because a real man is supposed to enforce that law over the child. And in enforcing that law over the child, there's a mental connection made with that father and that child, see, because Already in his mind, he had that thought of that child before the child got there. You see, he had that thought of the child before he got there. And when I say he had that thought of the child before the child got there, he could have probably said to himself, and he was being prepared for that, let's say he was raised by a mother and father, right? And he's seen the connection between a man and a woman. He saw that and how a man and a woman should be 
right, and within his mother and the father, or he saw the connection between his mother and father. So already in that man's mind as a boy, he's already visualized how he wants father, mother, and child to be in his mind. You see, this is what's important about a child, a son, a boy having a father, and a daughter having a father. It's more, it's very important. You see, it's important. Because if they don't have that father to see that, because already he starts putting in his mind that I want that when I grow up. He say things like, I want a family like that when I grow up. You see? You see? So that's he starting to say, I, you know, that's what I want. When I grow up, I want to be like my father and I have a woman like my mother and I want to have babies too. So already his mind is being raised to a higher level mentally. You see what I'm saying? His mind is being, or he could have saw something on TV where he might not have had a father in his life, but he wished he had a father in his life, and he seen something on TV to make him think, damn, I want to be like father and mother. He might be like that, so he already starts raising his mind to that level. You follow what I'm saying? He starts thinking on that level. You'd be surprised, my little boys, they they learned how to be good fathers by looking at the nucleus, the family nucleus and structure of the mother and father. That's how they learn. That's how the paternal instinct is getting set in their mind. You see, this is how the paternal instinct, just like you have the maternal instinct, he has the paternal instinct being set in his mind. And what does that do? That channels a fourth-dimensional, it'll raise into a fourth-dimensional connection, you see, because now he's thinking about the future. He's thinking about his family. He's thinking about the woman he want to put a baby in. You see what I'm saying? He's thinking futuristically. The so-called black man, he don't think like that no more because he ain't got nothing to go off. You look at this generation here, do they even look like they're going to last another 10 years? You look at this generation here. Do they even look like they're going to last another 10 years? They look like damn crackheads. they just all over the place. You could tell they're not being raised from nothing. And that shows you right there that they know the beast knows that we have a genetic chain, and the beast will continuously try to break the chain. That's why, what does he always make sure he does? When he want to get a so-called black woman help, what do he got to tell you? The man can't be in the house. Why he say that? He don't tell them Jews that when they get welfare. He, he don't tell them Jews. Their mother, they, they don't tell them, oh, they can't, uh, 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 their father can't be in the house. Because what they're trying to do is break the chain. They're trying to break the genetic chain because they don't want you producing smarter children. Because they think to themselves, if, hell, first thing Jews ask you and all these crackers ask you is, oh, you know, uh, uh, when they talk to you, uh, you know, your father is, your mother and father together, you you, you you grow up together with your father and your mother. They always ask you that. You notice they ask you that when they're talking to you? Especially that guy, Vlad, the guy DJ Vlad. He always asks these rap niggas that. He always asks them, so did you grow up with your wife? Because that's what they do. They're always curious to find out, is, is your father in your life? You see? they always curious to know that because they know they got an ongoing plan to make sure that your fathers are not in the lives of their children. The beast got an ongoing plan for that when it comes to you so-called black men and black women because they're constantly trying to break the family up. You see, they're constantly trying to break the family up. You see, they're trying to really break the the connection with the father and the children. That's really what they want to break. They want the, the connection with the mother and the children to stay because they know they can control the woman. They know they can control a weak-minded woman. So what they do is they really want the father broken from the family. They want him broken off. You see? And they know once the father's broken off, that breaks, they, that shatters the mental connection with the children. 
because they know the father's going to be the first one if he's in his right state of mind to institute law in the household, institute law in the family, institute strength in the sons, and they don't want that. They don't want the father to institute strength in the sons. And show the daughter what a strong man is supposed to be in his image. Because what does that do? That continues on the bloodline. That continues on the family line. You see? They know exactly what they do by getting rid of the father. Because they know that the father is the connection into the future. They know that the father is. It's no coincidence that father and father as in going further, go go father, father, go father out. It's no coincidence that father and father sound the same, even though they're not spelt the same. There's no co- coincidence that father and father are the same. Uh, they sound the same, but they're not spelt the same. You see? Now, let's see, they, the beast, this is why I say you so-called black people, when it comes to uh, a, a mental war with the so-called white man, you niggas going to lose, man. Y'all not even on their level mentally, because you don't even think in your mind that people can be this devious and plotting your plotting your destruction, man. People who are mentally ill. You don't think people think like this. They think like this all the time. But see, to the simple-minded black people who are in darkness, they don't think, because they don't think on that level. They don't think that the so-called white man thinks on this level when it comes to you, what he really thinks. See, but you have to get on that bright level like what we have to know how, exactly how they think and to think beyond it. You see, that's how that works. And like I said, that has to be set in the future children going forward. You see? That has to be set in that going forward. You see? You know? And and the funny thing, like you say, you say son, son as in fire, right? When you refer to your son that comes from the father, further. What does daughter sound like? Daughter sounds like door to door towards something. Daughter sounds like door towards something. Doesn't doesn't not? Because I'm into the phonetics of words. Door, daughter sounds like door to something. Would that not be correct to refer to the daughter as a doorway to something? Think about it. What is she a doorway into? To, into the third dimension. You see, door turd. You see. Door, turf, far, third. Doorways into something. What is the mother a doorway into? She's a doorway into the three-dimensional realm. That's what she's a doorway into. We can't, the child can't go, can't come into the world without the father projecting them into the mother, and the child can't come out into the world without the mother pushing them out, right? That's how that works. So she's an open door. The child pushes out of her door. You see, once they're transported into the mother, you see, and that's a connection. You produce a son, right, one who is going to be a father to see further, and you produce a daughter, right, who is going to be a doorway, right, mother. So all that, again, and, and from there, you know, you have that of maturity within the woman. From the word uh, um, um, mature or mature, mature, right? Maturity, your mater, or as they say, uh, uh, mother, a, mar- a martyr, okay? 
All of these words have a connection. Matriarch. You see? Matriarch. So be mindful. Be mindful that all of these phrases and terminologies come from something. The father is the further order father representing the future. The future and the continuation of the bloodline. The future and the continuation of the seed. And the future and the continuation forward into the upper dimension. That's the father. You see? It was, what, and I'm, I'm, even more. They say when you come from the father, think about this. Why is God referred to as the father? Why is God referred to as the father? Think about that. You say, I came from the father and I'm going to return to the father. Why is God referred to as the father? Because the father that they're talking about, the God of the father they're talking about is man. You see, I came from the father. The man is the father. The man represents the future, and he is the open door to the future if he's in his right state of mind. Y'all follow what I'm saying? I mean, tell me if that don't make sense. See, because we share in logic and rationale tonight, and that's always the foundation of intellect. That's always the foundation of intellect. So we got to always constantly keep that in mind. You cast the first seed, you know what I'm saying? We come from the Father, and we return to the Father, which is the future. You say, exactly. They say Father, God, and all that. You know, what does that mean? Why is God referred to as Father? You see, because that's in connection to the man. That's bearing witness that the man represents that future connection into the upper dimension. That's why God is referred to as Father. That's referring to man universally or the ones who are of honor. The ones who are of Amun, the first projected seeds here on earth. And they call the priest father. You see that? Yeah, exactly. All right. You got 312. 312, you got to be brief because I got like five minutes. 312, be brief. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Got to be brief. question. When, when, a, when a man gets a woman pregnant and she passes off the scene, is that from a mental overload? that she wasn't prepared to deliver that child. Yeah, that happened. That happened. And then um and then also as well for going out of dimensional, you said there's uh thirteen dimensions. Are these dimensions build up build up to push out past that? Yeah. Okay, that's it. It's like a, it's like a, it, it's like we're being propelled and we're being we're being pushed. Through what we're learning, we're being pushed. We're being pushed out. So it's kind of in the same way of how a woman is pushing out a baby. We're being and being pushed in these upper dimensions and eventually out of these dimensions. We're being pushed out again like children. Okay. That's it. All right. All right, All right, so let me go and read these questions before we get out of here. Why can women only access the fourth dimension through their fathers? Because their fathers represent the open door to the fourth dimension through the sperm in which the illumination of solar projection rides on that sperm. Depending on the man, like I said, he can either open the door to the fourth dimension in the future for the child 
or he will close the door and whatnot and keep them locked in the third dimension. That's why I said you women have to be very mindful of who you lay with, who you allow to fertilize your eggs, because that will be the thing that will keep you locked here into the third dimension and your seed continuously rotating in this third dimension and will never extend into the fourth. What do men operate as in childbirth? They operate as the projectors. They operate as the projectors of life. What does a woman operate as? Um, the woman operates as the um, screen. She operates as the screen. The man is the projector, and she is the screen in which the image shows through. She is the oven. She is the one who bakes the child and, you know, puts all of the genetic material together within her oven. All right? She makes the child, shapes the child into what the child is supposed to be to come out. All right? Um, uh, what is man's sperm and semen? That is what carries the life force on it, his genetic material, the other part of the helix, was really the semen. He carries that, like I said, and he that's meant to be a build of, of the wall of that uh, helix that I was talking about because her helix is open, uh, ovulation, and his helix has to come in to make that ladder complete for child for children to come in. What is a woman's eggs? The woman's eggs are the pods in which life is going forward and being raised in together for the next nine months. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we thank. And in Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual new Ben Minkaris. This has been Mental Act Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night, good night, good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.